Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the purveyor of content. <laughs> My name is Chris Mitchell, aka Bon Babylon. Why are you why are you bunning Babylon now? I just feel aggressive, man. Is it season two? It's season two. I'm back. I, I'm rearing to go. Or no, we're back and we're rearing to go. But it's always Bon Babylon. We're not dealing with <laughs> Babylon symbolism around here. You understand? Okay, fine. So we're back, season two. Yes. I've missed you, man. Yeah, it's like first day of school again. We're back in the classroom. We're comfortable in our space. Mm-hmm, We've mm-hmm. got our fresh clothes on. Mm-hmm. I've got my Rockefeller Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah. Wearing no, you're not wearing no Benidorm shirt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's cold outside. Yeah, I got some. I got some fresh kicks on as well. Okay, so what, yeah. have, you, what have you been up to? Because uh, I don't care about you. Okay. Apart from this podcast, what have I been up to? Yes. Nothing much really. Just you know, robbing, stealing, being a, a general nuisance to the authorities. I love how when you're on mic, you always like portray yourself as this gangster I am though but you're not I am though you're not you're a marketing specialist no no no, no. Your, your mindset is just <laughs> narrow because you think gangster means oh you know I'm out here shooting up the place and, and whatnot. I might be a paper gangster you I might, might be the new Puff Daddy wow. you don't know you I, don't know I'm more like Jay Kwan everybody in the club <laughs> hey that tune was hard you know that tune was hard bruv I was in Miami when that tune dropped Were you? it was okay. a problem okay, it was okay. a problem so um What's new with Chris? Any new shows you're watching? Anything that you're interested about that you've picked up in the moments, you know, mid-season? Okay, so I'm, I'm currently in, in knee-deep in Better Call Saul. Okay. Season four. Yes. I love that show. Um, we've got to do a Breaking Bad episode at some point. Yes, we will. Um, I've spent the last month, or no, six weeks actually, watching the G1 Climax the G1 Climax yeah, that's, a, that's a wrestling tournament For New Japan Pro Wrestling Okay So it's about six weeks um, I think there's about Maybe 18 wrestlers Okay Is it 18 wrestlers? Yeah Eight, 16 to 18 wrestlers Yeah And each wrestler Has to wrestle Everyone else basically It's like a round robin tournament Okay okay And it really just sets up The, the championship picture for the, for the year coming So Wrestle Kingdom Which is like The Japanese equivalent Of Wrestlemania Happens in January Yeah Um Hiroshi Tanahashi, he won the tournament, so he wrestles Kenny Omega in January. Right, so it's great. There were some really amazing matches. Like, uh, I think about six matches got five stars by Dave Meltzer. Okay, who's so Dave Meltzer? Dave, Dave Meltzer is um the authority when it comes to wrestling. Okay, I was going to call him a yeti. No, but... no, no, no. He's a serious. He's a he's a he's a serious man. Okay. So like you know, Dave Meltzer is the equivalent of I don't know who's the big film critic. I don't, I don't know. know if there's a big film. Let's let's think about football. This is like a, a he's a Gary Neville. He's he's one he's of those a Gary Lineker. Yes, sir. Yes, right, sir. So, so okay. yeah, I've been watching the G One Climax. What else have I watched? I've watched um I watched a show called Wild Wild Country on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've, it, I watched that. I watched that. You need to see that, bro. I saw it. I saw you saw it. it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw Ra- it. Is it Rajneesh Puram? Yeah, serious man. Serious we man. We can do a separate episode on that. This man built a city, bruv. Yes, we could do a separate episode. Are you gonna take over a whole state, bruv? Guy was crazy. Yeah, bruv. Bad They're man. All crazy. True bad man. Nah, bro. nah, nah, nah. Well, he's not a bad doing? man. He's not bad. No, he's a bad man, bruv. No. Bruv. No, no. Listen, no. just to even come up with the idea, we are going to build our own city. No. You don't think he's a bad man? No. All right, cool. No. What else have I been doing? Um, just eating. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, sustenance. Yes. Yeah, man. I've been, I've been eating. I've been eating. I've also <laughs> been playing uh Mario Odyssey. Okay. Yeah, I killed that game. You've killed yeah, it. Yeah, bruv. This, I've is got like, platform, this is the platform yeah, it's version? Yeah, a 3D platform game. I've got like 900 power moons. Um, I don't know what that means. So it's basically power moons that you collect in every kingdom to power up your ship, right? So I've got 900 power moons and there's 999. We are so, but it got, we it got are. so deep, right? Yeah. 
I just said, let me put this game down. And then what did I go and do? What'd you do? I played Zelda. I started Zelda, bruv. Oh, bruv, man. Zelda is way too deep. When, they, when they, You know, like you're going from world to world, right? Right. From the time I have to climb up mountains and get boats and ships just to get to the next world, yeah. I said, I'm way too deep into this game now. <laughs> bruv, I went into the ice world, right? And I started losing energy. I'm thinking, what's going on? Right. Turns out, right, you can actually cook food in the game. So I had to go and get like little pots and pans and whatnot, right? And I had to put peppers into the pots and pans, drink the peppers, right? Yeah. And then it it, it, it makes you immune to the cold in the game, bruv. That's how deep it is. I, I don't know. It's like a Tamagotchi to me. This is bruv. This is it's ridiculous. way too deep, bruv. Now I know why some people are unemployed. <laughs> now I know why some people We're are unemployed, such man. Such nerds, which yeah. I love. Not saying in a negative way. Mm-hmm. We are such nerds. I watched SummerSlam as well. Okay, how was SummerSlam that? SummerSlam was ah. Yeah. Okay. But my my favorite's always been Royal Rumble though, of the of the of the main. I like the Royal Rumble. They had um they had NXT Takeover the night before, which was absolutely incredible. Right, so right. NXT is their developmental brand, right. yeah. but it's so good. I'm looking at it like this is not your developmental brand. Yeah. This is better than Raw and SmackDown. Right. So um shout out to Tommaso Ciampa, who's my guy. So this is what I'm, this is a season of change, mm-hmm. right? So we've broken up to into seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will change the format. We're gonna add new things this season. Trivia being one of them. Right, you meant so, cut me off. Well, so yeah, wrestling. You say, yep, change. What, what I'm gonna say. Yeah, what I'm gonna say is, as it's a season of change, one thing that you're gonna have to do. I'm gonna push you mm-hmm. as I'm putting it on record, mm-hmm. which is you're gonna do a wrestling podcast. I don't care what you say. I don't want to hear size or anything. You're doing a wrestling podcast. I don't care how many of them are out there. I don't care. You're doing a wrestling podcast, and that is that. We'll plot the whole thing after this episode. We'll make it happen. Okay, that's that. You can carry on now. I think I'm done. You just you just put me in my place. <laughs> what, have, what have you been doing? I've been reading. I've been reading more the Bible and that. Yeah, the Bible and that. Well, um, the gospel according to Summit. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've mainly been reading um, books, and uh, I read all the pieces matter. Okay, uh, Jonathan Abrams, which is kind of the oral history of the Wire. It was a incredible book. So it, it gives you insight into how things worked, key scenes, how people felt when Omar died, how Idris Elba felt when when his uh, when Stringer got, you know, uh, killed off. His his rolling original name was Stringy, for example. Okay. It wasn't Stringer. Talking about Idris Elba, I'm actually recording from his studio at the moment. Oh nice. Yeah, nice. That's, just while you know. That's, just stunting a little bit. That's all right. Stringer and that. I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while, have so that, I've got to stunt. Have that conversation that he has with Avon um on the balcony. And just, I can't do that. <laughs> I know it word for word, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying have the conversation. Where's Wallace? <laughs> But um, but yeah, I, mean, I read that, and then uh, that book was based. The research of that book was based on another one called "The Difficult Men," which talks about the the creative and TV revolution. Mm-hmm. So how we went from Hill Street Blues and the formulaic um, cop uh, show to Sopranos to The Shield to Breaking Bad to Desperate Housewives, Deadwood, and it just gives you an insight how TV operates and how we went from 24 episodes to 13 episodes and how that creative revolution happened. So it was a really interesting book that's made me got into more into the world of TV. Um, so the next thing on my list is the oral history of The West Wing. West Wing's one of my favourite shows. It's wonderfully written. You're so written. boring, bruv. Yes, I'm very boring, but that's okay. Also FIFA. been playing a lot of FIFA. I've actually got FIFA on the Switch. That's I'm good. so trash. That's trash for bruv, you. I can't even get through the training mode, bruv. <laughs> I'm so, so trash. So um, there are tournaments. So I think one guy, there's like a FIFA World Cup tournament. Guy what, like won on, like... An online one? No, no, it was like, yeah, online one, but they play in an arena. So they actually have prize money. I think he won like quarter of a million. 
right so he plays against other players in the world so they have these round robins they have these tournaments and then they have finals um this guy from i think he's from uae mm-hmm. he won i've seen him play because they would stream it online i've right. seen them play, he so. proper he's brilliant he must be unemployed he's a young kid so yeah, he's unemployed but he's got two hundred fifty thousand. so he's not he's in, he's got money right is he that good he's good like can you beat him no i can't beat him i'm not that good i might have to send my man brian sanchez for him i don't think sanchez could beat him Trust me, these are these are elite. No, Brian Sanchez is the goat. As these far as are I know. these are elite level. I'm not I'm not dissing you, man, Brian. I love Brian. These mm-hmm. are elite levels that play for football club. Like they get employed by football clubs to represent them at these tournaments. These are elite level, the best in the world FIFA players. Wow. So they have ultimate team. And he's from the UAE. Yeah. So they play FIFA ultimate team. So you construct your own team, your ultimate team, and then you play. Mm. I'm starting to play that. I'm on on online seasons against real players online I'm in the second division out of one so the, the that's next not one, bad so I'm getting this I'm bl- but you, you've always told me that you was good at FIFA I'm alright I'm alright um, so what have you been listening to music wise music wise classical music bro really Yo Yo Ma okay. I'm listening to Yo Yo Ma I respect it I'm not really listening to I, I listened to Astro World. it was okay mm-hmm. I heard the Nicki Minaj album <laughs> Um, you know what I mean I don't I don't care about Queen Radio I don't care about anything of like that um, I think as far as I'm concerned her flip of Biggie's uh, dreams was cool. Yeah, it was alright. It was alright. It was cool, but mm. you know, it's a reach. I didn't really. I'm not listening to a lot of rap okay. at the moment. I don't feel connected enough to it. I liked um, Imperial's project actually. Yeah, he did. Um, he, he did. A, he did a good job. I heard some of those. I heard a lot of those tracks like at the early stages. Yeah, and then to hear how it came out. Yeah. So it's it's it, good it, and, and for he those handled business. for he those handled business. new to the season and to the Breaking Atoms podcast, Imperial is the person who created our intro music, which you hear at the beginning and end of each episode. Right, let's dive into today's episode, which is all about change, change, the psychology of change, Chris. Now it could be frightening for some, and it could be exciting depending on where you sit on on the spectrum, as it were. Right. So behaviors are very complex. They, you know, change occurs in different stages. Everyone has their own speed, um, and some people deal with it differently. What I wanted to do is kind of explore and break down as we do the different types of changes in various different scenarios. So, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. For anyone you want, any others you want to add? Uh, I've got types of changes. Is one of them is personal. Mm-hmm. So that could be anything from weight, physical features. It could be, you know, you want to s- stop smoking. You want to start smoking. Uh, you want to change your diet, right? So the other one is workplace. So it could be new jobs, new managers, new environments. Um, one thing that we've seen recently, especially with the introduction of streaming, which is artistic changes on music albums. Yes. Songs are getting shorter. Yes. And... What I'm starting to realise as well, that albums are getting shorter mm-hmm. as well. And you mentioned Nicki Minaj just a, uh, a moment ago. I've noticed that she's put the song that she did with 6 9 yep, as a bonus track yep. on the album after it was released. She really wanted that number one, man. She wanted the number one yeah. she didn't get. She didn't. She didn't get it. And, and, and she's going to be out of here now. I don't know. Nikki is a different thing. We should do a Nikki episode. I know we say this and we en- we never end up doing it, but I think we should do a Nikki episode. I'm not qualified to speak. We should do it. I don't know enough about her music. We'll, we'll, we'll do the research. Right, it's an idea. All right, cool. <laughs> it's all right. All right cool. Um, the other ones I thought about was relationships. So 
when you enter new relationships, how your relationship changes and evolves in a long-term relationship. That's a good one. Um, losing people. So people suffer losses, friends, family, um, at any stage of their life from, from you know, when you're young to, you know, when you're in your 50s, 60s, it, it can happen at any time. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, which is something you raised, which is the social changes. Yes. Things are moving so fast, we're not being able to process um, and reflect um and it's delving into that because for some people they're able to digest things very quickly but for a lot of people it's very hard yeah and And i think how do we manage i think because we live in a social age where we have platforms at our fingertips i came up with the idea the other day that we're literally walking around with pulpits in our pockets wow um so social media that's your your, that's your pulpit yes and a lot of us are preaching from our pulpits and they're in our pockets and the minute something happens whether it's good or bad we feel inclined to react yes right we may not have all the information we may not even have any genuine feelings towards the subject matter or any kind of genuine connection or conviction in relation to what's happened but we just feel the need to speak on it and if you look at the world of journalism in particular i think journalists nowadays are just more concerned with being first having the news first, being the first to press, being the first on the website, and now accuracy and authenticity has taken a backseat, all because we're more focused on the hot take and the quick response as opposed to processing something and having a thoughtful response to events. Yeah, we've kind of touched upon this in previous episodes in season one with social media. Uh, We've also got apps, WhatsApp, Mm -hmm. Vibe, but there's all these different apps where we're encouraged to respond Faster, yeah. Right? But I also think when we were because we're encouraged to to respond faster, detail is sacrificed. Because what I find as well is that, like for example, on WhatsApp, for example, mm-hmm. people will be communicating with me. They'll send me a message, then they'll send another one, then another one, then another one, then another one. It's almost like a word vomit. In digital, I do that. In, yeah, I do that. But for someone like me who suffers from anxiety, that's overwhelming for me. I'm oftentimes like, look, can you just send me a voice note or an email or just give me a call? Right, and let's just have a conversation. And then formulate your yeah. yeah. I, I I sometimes do it. I think sometimes when I'm doing that, I'm just because I'm distracted. Yes, and I'm trying to get something out. And I so get that too. It's it's just that thing of calmness is everything, right? Mm. So being calm in in the face of things like that. There's a lot of changes being thrusted upon us, and it's that Darwinian thing, right? So it's not survival of the fittest isn't about how big and strong you are. It's about how you adapt right so how you adapt means you are in the long run able to survive people get that misconstrued they miss the second part of survival of the fittest it's about adapting so those who adapt seem to get ahead in either in social in work life uh um, and in sense considered confident and things like that but speak as we touched upon it from social has that impacted with artists now artists are being reactive to to people's uh vocal socially vocal things on twitter right mm-hmm. so for example Nicki minaj added fifi onto her album because one she didn't see the numbers and actually the reaction to her album from critics was panned so was she, it panned yeah it wasn't I thought it was a bit lukewarm that was the impression i got well it depends on where you saw it it's, right? it wasn't what she wanted no right this is the album that people wanted and were waiting for and when it came out it was yeah, it was it was not good. Okay. It wasn't good. And I think the fact that her reaction to her reaction since her album has dropped has been one of defensive. Right? She's fighting people constantly. She's calling out people. Doesn't suggest that she had a good run. 
She had a good run. Do you think she'd be moaning? Any of her previous runs, has she done something similar? Not necessarily. She's trying to drum up. She's taken a 6-9 approach to actually cause controversy in order to get awareness. It, it, it reminds me of people who... What Nicki Minaj is doing, and I, I didn't even want to... <laughs> I'm not going to say I didn't want to speak on it. I just didn't expect us to speak on this. But what I find interesting about this situation is once again she's now calling out she's calling out Spotify major yeah. players Universal and it's like okay you're now going to call out you're now raging against the machine now it stopped working for you that's what I mean so when it was working in your favour it was cool it was fine but now it's not working for me point fingers yeah 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 that's what and that's yeah it's clownish behaviour to and, me and if things had gone well she wouldn't be doing yeah. it yeah it was interesting that little Kim's first two albums went back in the charts on that day really yeah I found that really interesting I think they said Notorious K.I.M it went up to like number 17 and that album came out in what 2000 right yeah it was weird that's weird it was really weird and I don't know why but I mean that that was an okay album in hardcore went back up in the charts too that's a great album I didn't I didn't yeah hardcore is great Biggie had a huge hand in hardcore right he wrote most of it I think yeah 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 he wrote most of it I think that's insane um, so then if we talk about workplace, mm-hmm. let's talk about the workplace. There's always so, changes going on in the workplace, right? There's always changes. Let's start with coming new to a business mm-hmm. or to a company and the changes that you have to make in order to settle in. It could be a cultural thing. It could be changing uh, your style. So you might come to a place where they're more rigid. You might come to a place where um, it's a bit more relaxed and how you adapt with that, it, that the, I think the thing that will, the, the hot take will be adapting mm. how you adapt but we work in marketing so I find when you're, when you're working in marketing and you're forging a career in marketing we have to think quickly and yes. we have to be on our feet all the time so often times we have to be the masters of the hot take so it might be Summit, Chris what do you think about this uh, 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 that's not going to work. No, it's what's it, what what name can we add to this how, yeah. do, we, how do we what do we do this, now yes how and do we call this campaign and sometimes we work for you know, we've worked in companies where it's a lot more reactive yes. than proactive. Yeah. And the more reactive things are, the hotter your take has to be. Yes. So there's um, a couple of ways in how people react to change in the workplace. So let's go with the positive because I like to always be optimistic. There's the You're so um, trash. I know. There's the positive change cycle. So this is all about optimism. So... Someone like me, and I feel like I kind of fit in this into this little pocket. You start with uh, uninformed optimism. So if there's a change happening, say, for example, a new person starts or um, there's a new structure to management or we've got more budget and we want to do more cool things or we get bought out by a company. What, start, what happens in this cycle is you start with uninformed optimism, which is all about anticipation, intrigue, you're excited. You don't have a lot of information, but you just feel that, okay, things are going to change, things are going to change for the better. Then as you get more into how things will go, you get a bit more pessimistic. Mm. So it's, uh, it's informed pessimism, right? So the excitement starts to fade. You start getting a kick of reality and you start going, well, how's it actually going to work? Are we going to be able to do this? And while we had that excitement, feeling, that anticipation, now you've got a bit more facts. Now it's more like, oh, I, I ain't really sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Then the third part of the cycle is informed optimism. 
So someone that has that positive change cycle then goes, well, we won't be able to do this, but we could do this. And so that feeling of excitement comes in. So now you've got, you've had the facts. You're now able to digest it and go, well, this is what we could do and this is what we can't do. And okay, we weren't able to, you know, push this in, in into AdWords or push this and get the and get the, I don't know, the excitement we wanted, but we'll try it this way. We start finding solutions and be proactive rather than reactive, right? And then the final one is the completion. The completion of the positive change cycle is that thing of going, a change has occurred and you're more happier than when it started. So that's the optimism side. Now you've been reading for real, right? Yeah. You sound smart. It sounds like you went to school this season. (laughs) You can take my catchphrase, by the way. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll give it to you. I will do. I went to school. So there was, um, I was reading some research uh, by um, two people uh, named Lacerda and Hefney. 2004, they did some studies around optimism and um, having that positive mindset. And what they found is that if you have a positive emotional mindset, it enables you to expand the scope of your attention, right? So it allows you to take in more info, so more information, and then you can have more efficiency and greater creativity. Okay. So that idea of having a positive mindset, they found behavioral changes in people, you're you're more open to new information and you're more creative. Think about how you've ever started a new job or people listening, that if ever resonates with you, that's what it is. It's that optimism cycle, that positive change cycle where you've got that. Interesting, right? I'm just looking at you like you actually sound like a self-help guru. I might actually start <laughs> pimping your services out. Yo, anybody wants some self-help coaching thing going on, man? Summit's taking bookings. It's, it's I'm gonna be your agent. It's really interesting because um, when change happens, I I like to watch. I like to people watch, As, and even myself, I like to also check myself. But then people watch to go. How do people react? And mm-hmm. some people react in different ways. Mm-hmm. Some people have the optimism, and then on the flip side, there's the you know, resistance to change. Mm-hmm. Right? But then in in terms of, you know, you mentioned resistance, I've also seen a lot of people panic. That's another thing. When change happens, they yes. panic. Yes, that's another it's thing. It's a threat to the norm. And that's what it is. They, it's, they're not used to that. And that comes down to uh, someone's personality. It can come down to insecurities. Sometimes they're not as comfortable in their, in their abilities as they would like. And now they worry they're going to get found out. And what ends up happening is they end up projecting and through their words and actions, they start projecting this air of insecurity. Okay. Which is, yeah. no, which is, which if you... I've seen that happen a few right. times. Yeah. And that can happen from a junior level. That can happen from the person that picks up your, that cleans your office to right to the head of, of a company. The problem with that is that starts filtering through and it's contagious. Okay. Right. So some people will deal with it and go, no, I'm not going to take that. I'm not, I'm not letting you project that feeling onto me. On the flip side, if you are a manager, so you would, con- I'd consider you a manager of people, Chris. Really? Yes. You are a leader. Of, you're a leader of people. If you manage a team and you start being nervous, that then filters out to yeah. your team. It's the same way I look. I always reference football. It's it's, the, head, the head controls the body. Wherever the head goes, the body follows. Right. It's yeah. it's Jose Mourinho. He's bitching yeah, and moaning. Men, don't mention him. He's bit. Well, it's going to be a good thing because it's it's a bad thing. On Remember him. what I said in it. Born Babylon. Him a Babylon. <laughs> it's, it's Babylon <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> He's. <laughs> He's I can't having, stand that man, you know. No, no. He's having a bad time. Third season syndrome, whatever it is in terms of football. He's having a bad time. Now, if you look at the performances of his team, how's that being reflected? They're I not playing know. well. 
They lost to Brighton. They're not playing well. Oh, that's probably why I haven't heard from Gordon. Yeah, right. makes sense. They're not playing well. There's a lot of um, there's there's a lot of talk and chatter about whether Paul Pogba, their star player, is going to leave. He's got a rift with the board, things like that. That's what resisting to change or panicking does. We see it in football. We okay. see it in the workplace. I see you. You can see it anywhere. It's it's just that it's contagious, and then it projects, and people then deal with it how they want to. Basically, good point. Good point. So, what I want to do before we go into the next point mm-hmm. is do a bit of trivia. Okay. Something new. All right. So this is you got ideas as well. You've been reading, and you got <laughs> ideas. I'm excited. I I feel like I know it's also. But by the way, go on. When I said I missed you, you never said you missed me back. I didn't. All right, safe. <laughs> Of course I did, Chris. No, 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 I don't no. need man, to. I want to hear it, innit? Look, uh, I want right, to hear it. Sorry, say it, man. Sorry. Say I'm, it. It's, no. no, say it, man. No. Say it, man. I'll no. walk out, bro. Don't make me stand up, bro. <laughs> All right, Chris. I miss you, man. No, say it. I don't lie. I miss you, Chris. Don't lie. Don't lie. Enough. 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 All right. What's your question? question? Talk to me. All right. Pick my brain. What British actor was considered for the role of Jimmy McNulty in The Wire but turned it down? You don't have to answer it now. If you don't know, we can go to the end of the episode. I don't know. I know that the, um, Dominic West is uh, Jim, is the actor's name. Yes. He actually said he would only take the role. Yep. Well, he had some mad condition. If it didn't go past season one or something, he was out. Well, from the from the reading I'm doing, I don't want to spoil it for you. He had a almost a Larry David association with the show. Okay. Which was he always kind of wanted to leave and he wanted to do it and... Other cast members had to coach him to go. Listen, you're you're staying here. This is this means something. This is going to be a great thing for your career, etc. But back to the question. I don't know the answer. Right, that's okay. You want to throw it out there for for the listeners? That's fine. Okay. Anyone out there, let us know. Tweet us at Break the Atoms. Facebook at Break the Atoms. Instagram at Break the Atoms. Are we going to give them something if they if they get the right answer, or if one person gets it? We can't I, say, yeah, you know what? Here's I, a question. Here's I a question. will give answer them. The no, no, no. I will give them an emoji. You a know what? Thumbs up emoji. No, since we're breaking atoms, we've got that whole boom thing going on. We should give them the boom emoji. That okay. should be our thing. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. The explosion. Fine. Fine. Yes. That's fine. That's a can trivia. We, can that's we copyright that emoji? Yes. We should have our own emoji. Yeah. We, why are you giving it out there for someone to do it before we do it? Sorry. I haven't done that for a while. Yeah. You hate that, don't you? Yeah, it's just because you can't do it properly. <laughs> that's cultural appropriation. That is, actually. Yeah, that's worse than jerk rice. I am... Yeah, Jamie Oliver. Explain that, please. So I, don't... I, I don't want to. He, he, he called his child Daisy Boo and Apple. He was... He, was, <laughs> he shouldn't have been trusted. From you name your child after a fruit, I don't trust you, bruv. Like, imagine me as a Jamaican, yeah, I'm going to call my child breadfruit. Or guinea. I'm going to call my kid pear. <laughs> I'm going to call my child guava. <laughs> nah, melon... No, we should, no, you know yo, what? melon sharma no, sounds no, no, like no, a no, name, no, no. bruv. <laughs> do you know what? We did that episode, The Power of Name. We shouldn't mock children's names. That's dark. That's that. We shouldn't do that. Okay. Shame on you, Summit. Sorry, sorry. Nah, shame on you, man. Why are you making fun of Daisy Boo, bro? <laughs> Daisy like, Boo? Daisy, you sound like something like Amaro. Uh, nah, it sounds like something from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> nah, you're rude, bro. Stop stop mocking the children, bro. They ain't done nothing to us. Daisy They're Boo. They're rich kids. The kids got more money than us, bro. Like Boo as in like, like my as boo. In boo. Yeah, like, like Boo Boo. Yeah, Halloween, bro. Well, like Alicia Keys and Usher, my boo. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And, and you know what's crazy? He called it punchy jerk rice. Like, you know, Jamaicans, <laughs> we're just all aggressive. <laughs> Punchy jerk rice. <laughs> okay. These men are gonna have jerk tap water soon. I bet you, bruv. I bet you. Bruv. You know what we should do? As another idea for us live on here, we should take some of these outtakes and put them like at the end of the show. Dude, like, you know what we should do? We should call up his agent right now and put him or her live on here. So what are you doing, man? <laughs> like what are you doing, man? 
we should do that we should do that right um the next part of change in terms of the types of change look at relationships yes this is key this is key so it's difficult to get into a new relationship once you're in you've then got to make some compromises right and you have to change you have to change and a lot of people and you know what it is there's this there's this overpowering overpowering narrative that i am who i am and i'm not changing for anyone and i hear that but i feel for any relationship to be successful both people will have to change at some point yes right and a lot of people think change is a bad thing in relationships sometimes you can change and evolve and become a better version of yourself yeah and a lot of people miss they miss that part they miss that part they do because it comes down to the people that go i'm not going to change from it they resist change mm. they I've don't had to like, change they don't like change no. because it scares them because if it's the fear of the unknown right yes sounds very cliche but it's the fear of, of the unknown but like you said for any relationship that's a working relationship a loving relationship a family relationship in order for something to work you both have to work at it and compromise right so as i said earlier people work at different speeds when it comes to behavioral changes you've kind of got to let them become automatic don't force them mm. because you when you have been doing something for x amount of time and then you want to change it's not going to happen you're right. going to have to accept and expect a relapse but i've also found in relationships if you force someone to change i think two things tend to happen they either become reclusive or they become resentful yeah if you force people to forcing, change yeah yeah, yeah. I, force change isn't isn't good it's it's it often ends up being temporary and it's it's not con- there's no conviction in it if yeah. someone forced you to change because it's like jay-z said yes mm. over something about the top player you are who you are when you got there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's a fact yeah, yeah the real you will come out eventually i've had to learn that in the workplace too because oftentimes you know mm. you mentioned the workplace and change i've gone into to different work situations and i feel like i've had to tweak myself and kind of smooth out those rough edges you know in terms of how i put myself across yeah. how i talk how i interact with people and eventually the real me starts to creep out so i start talking and my words start rhyming there's a certain rhythm in my voice and people yeah. look at me like hold on there's something more to this guy that he hasn't shown us yes so that's my kind of Th- that, thought on that. Sa- same with me um there's a kind of running joke at work which is um how much percentage of, of summit have we got today Right, so I usually you might, give, you might make you sound like a video game, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually like your games master and like that floating head. The and highest that. I've ever given them is like seventy percent summit. That's it. They're not they don't deserve the other thirty. They're not hundred percent summit. Hundred percent nah. summit is sober. Hundred percent summit. They got to pay for the other thirty percent, bro. Yes, man. Yeah, they got to yeah. pay for that. But I mean, it, it's all fun. Uh, speaking of hove, I used another hove line at work. I I, I want to say something. Go I'm on. not comfortable calling another grown man hove. He's God MC. I can't do it. I love calling him Hove to yeah, piss you off. No, I can't do it. Anywhere else I call him Jay-Z, but with you I call He's him Hove. He's a grown man. Has he gone to the barber yet? No. Leave his hair alone. Leave his hair alone. This man's talking about black excellence and ain't got a shape up. It's Mr. Carter and nah, that to you, that. That's an oxymoron. How are you going to talk about black excellence, yeah? How are you going to talk about black excellence and you have no shape up? Leave his shape up alone. Nah, his shape. You know what? That's when you're rich and confident. You know what you're doing? You're forcing him to change. Let yeah. him be who he wants to be. Bro, yeah, you got, see, that's defensive. You say yeah. you get defensive for rich people. It's for Hove. I do it for Hove. You're a clown. All the time. You're a clown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so we've done the workplace. <sighs> let's do the next thing. Let's do personal. Yeah, let's, let's, I'm down with that. Let's I've talk gone about a lot of personal changes. Right. As you can see from the size of my belly, I've, I've, I'm eating well. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really look at your belly, so... I don't think my eyes fixate in that area, so 
No, I'm not asking you if you look at it. I'm just telling you how it is. Listen, oh, okay. it? Listening is a skill, innit? Listen. Listen. Sorry, you're not hove. I don't listen, listen. very well. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I've put on a bit of weight. Do you know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> I'm a bit, what's the word? Um, Rotund. Rotund. Yeah, yeah rotund yeah, yeah, and that. Yeah, 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 so, um, yeah, personal changes, mental health changes. Um, I've realised, you know, there's certain... I have certain quirks and idiosyncrasies in terms of how I work and, you know, what kind of triggers me into becoming a certain way. That's not always good. Um... And that's not always bad as well. So, you know, I am who I am at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, other personal changes, I guess, you know, preparing to be a husband at some point in the next year. I don't think you, need to, pre- I don't think you need to prepare you for do. that. Just be I yourself. Can, no, you have to prepare, bruv. See, the thing, right, so check it, yeah? You have been with your fiancé for a number of years. Six. That's amazing. Amazing. That's trash. No, it... <laughs> No, 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 I can't say that. That's dark. No, 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 That's I dark. know what you mean. It's yeah, just yeah, joke. yeah, it's yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's jokes, it's jokes, yeah, yeah. jokes. For the podcast and that. <laughs> it's trash and that. It's six tra- years and that. Tra- so six years and that. For the six trash years. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's 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 a long time. Mm-hmm. And you've already established roles and how you help each other, how you support each other. The husband bit, being a husband, you already are. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did I ask for your advice? No, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm forcing you to listen. <laughs> don't don't think to yourself that you're prepared to be a husband. You already are. You already that all of those things. No, I'm not to be honest. Wow. So if that if that's the case, if I was already a husband, why did I buy an engagement ring? What was what was that for then? That's right. come on, smarty pants. You know what that love, is? Love doctor. You know what come that on. is? You know what that is? That's the system. Okay, says the that's man the with the wedding band on his hand. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the system. Oh, so you got one? Oh, yeah, it's the system. It's the system. All right, take your take your ring off. Take your ring off and dash it. Take your ring off and dash it then. It's the system. It's the symbol of the system. It's the symbol of love. You got married at a golf club. It's the system. It's a nice golf club. Bruv, it was nice, bruv. Bruv, bruv. Sorry, Annette. Sorry, Annette. Bruv, I saw rabbits. All sorts, bruv. All sorts. I was up there. I said, please, God, do not let me use lose my oyster card up here because I am out of bounds. You took me to UKIP land. I hope you know that's how much I love you, you know? I know, I know, I know. I went to UKIP land, bruv. That's amazing, right? It's amazing. Um, health stuff as well. That's that's quite important. People make a lot of changes yes. for health. Um, health diet, reasons. You know, whether it's a vegan diet, a carbs diet, it's, you know, anything. They People make those changes. Sometimes those changes aren't necessarily with the best of intentions they're, to, they're there to impress other people sometimes they're forced upon you too well think about it this way you know and it's not just it's men and women but often when someone's getting married they yes. say yes I've got to fit in this dress yes. I've got to change that always confused me though dude I don't get it I remember speaking to a female friend and she said to me and that's another thing I'm going to do this season no filter I'm saying how I see it say it she said to me I need to fit into my wedding dress I said to her, why didn't you just buy a wedding dress that was your size? <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're so just... you've bought the dress smaller intentionally. Now you're going to go and add stress to your life to fit in it. Just buy the dress the right size. Because sometimes, right, you're like Jadakiss. You say things that are complicated, but say them so eloquently and make it so simple. But you're Jadakiss. I, I was confused because she kept saying, I need to fit in my dress. I said, hold on. Just buy your dress that's your size. <laughs> It's true, it's true. But there's a, this is the pressure. This is this is the system. Your man. This is a conspiracy system. Your man has bought into you already. He asked you to marry him. Why, He's happy yeah. with you. Why are you not gonna try and look like a stick for one day? Because it's the system. It's what we 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 are raised with these values that you have to look a certain way at certain times in your life. 
right? And you, if you don't, then you feel almost inferior because these are the the norms of society that we have set up, right? So the new norm is to, you know, if you're a celebrity, get your kit off and take a picture and selfie, right? It's well, the Kardashian. So it's the Kardashian norm that people are doing. It. The angles. Drake mentions the angles in like in my feelings. This is a real shit. Like these are becoming norms for the next generation. Hit the right angle in it for the picture. These are norms. Mm. These are norms that we are we are now implementing. It's not like, like a Young Money promo episode. You mentioned Nicki Minaj and Drake. Yeah. What what's up with Gada Gada? No, it's not about Gada Gada, man. Okay, sorry. It's not about Gada Gada, man. It's about and Jay Mills. Jay Mills. What happened to him? Jay Mills. What happened to him? You even probably, co- you're even like um, Corey Guns. We need. You know, what we should do a Where Are They now episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could do one of of us as well. Now. No, and I'm talking about people who we're genuinely fans of. Like, where's Mike Geronimo, man? Is he? He's still around. He's still alive. I think he's like a small business. I think he's actually a locksmith now or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's just an idea, though. You can have that one for free. Yeah, we we could do that. We always do this, and then my wife goes to me. I thought you were gonna do that episode. I was like, Oh, yeah. we got we got mad episodes in the stash. Ideas wise, we, anyway. we we do we do. Um, okay, let's talk about <clears throat> something a bit not morbid, but let's talk about losing people mm-hmm. and how that changes mm-hmm. people, right? So mm-hmm. that can be a, a difficult time. Now, loss could be death, and it could be even partner yeah or right? the death of a friendship or definitely oh friendships yeah friendships die friendships do die and how mm-hmm. you evolve and adapt right. to that some people get you know like oh, i don't want things to change my first taste of death was my granddad he died right in july 93 and i had just turned 11 mm. the month prior and i was going to secondary school that september so my granddad didn't even get to see me go to secondary school wow. so that was a big change because yeah. that was the first time I had gone. That was the first funeral I'd ever been. I'd ever been to, mm. and that was the first time I actually saw a dead body, right at the funeral, and it stay. It stays with you, right? It stays with you. It reminds me of a, a rapper. One of my favorite rappers actually was a guy called Legacy. Yeah, who okay. used to be in the Justice League with Little Brother and all them. Right. And his his name was an acronym. Life ends gradually and changes you. Wow. And I always thought of that name when I went to funerals. After that, nice. Not after my granddad's funeral, but no, after but, I but that it, it, it always hit it, home. It resonated, and with it got you. to a point that so many people were dying, like friends and family and stuff. And I was going to so many funerals that there came a time I just couldn't go to any more funerals. So I've missed funerals of people who I really, actually, I, I really cared about. I don't like going to funerals. I just couldn't deal with it. It's just not. It's not for me. It's not the because I don't want to pay my respects. I pay my respects in different ways. Yeah, you just, just you just don't want to pay the travel fare. Yeah, you don't want to pay for the Uber. And that. Yeah, unless unless Draper's there and that. <laughs> Shout out to the driver. <laughs> I hope he comes on today, you know. No. Uh, there's a thing, um, there's a grief cycle. So I was reading up on this, uh, there's a uh, Kubler-Ross grief cycle. So there's like a bunch of stages that one goes through when they lose somebody. So there's the shock stage, mm-hmm. right? So there's this like, I've been given this information, what the hell do I do with it? There's the denial stage yep. where she's like, no, 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 this can't happen, this can't happen, this can't happen. Then it goes into anger. Mm-hmm. So you start, you know, getting out of pocket. And then there's this bargaining cycle, uh, part of the cycle where you're looking for a way out. You know, you're trying to see where you can get out of this. Then comes the depression. Um, and then after that, it's once you come out, want to get out of the depression, because, you know, by the way, the cycle, it's no, there's no set time you stay in each part of the right, cycle. Right, absolutely. I so wanted you, to say that. You could be, you can be part, you could be in the denial stage for about 17 years mm-hmm. and then get into the depression years for 20 years and there's your whole life. I, w- I want to add something to that cycle too. Yeah, yeah I'm going to change up the theory a bit. Blame. Blame. Yeah. We go, for, sometimes you go for a process where you know you blame yourself. Mm-hmm. 
if I had done this, mm. that wouldn't have happened. Uh, yeah, and or I you think, blame yeah. someone else. Maybe it's maybe it's the doctors. Maybe it's the partner. And I think that comes into the anger side of things, right? So yes. anger is, is not necessarily just lashing out. It could be blaming. It could be anger at yourself, anger at other people. It just manifests in that way. The other parts of uh, after depression is testing. So it's like seeking solutions. You're looking for solutions. How do I get out of this? And then comes the acceptance that you've owned what's happened. And now, you know, you've kind of gone through that kind of phase and you're like, right, I'm going to, I'm just going to own it. I've dealt with this and now I can move on. And those are the kind of stages for that. But there's some elements of change that people, ourselves included, should always be wary of, which is readiness. You've got to be ready for change. Nothing starts with it without you being ready for it. And then being honest with yourself to go, right, I want to change. And honest with yourself to have your limitations, right? So when I was about 27, I had a hard look at myself. and What, was, what am did I you, lacking? Did you actually look in the mirror? Nah, I didn't do a man in the mirror. Okay. I just sat in a room and went, what's... You are so trash. Yeah, I'm a, tra- I'm a trash. I'm trash. I'm trash in that. Um, I looked at myself and I went, where are my weaknesses? <laughs> right? What's, like, literally... So like, like, you say, stop it. Yes. So you said to yourself for real? Yeah, basically. You are a clown. So what were your weaknesses if you don't mind sharing? No, I'm going to tell you that. Why? I should tell you that. That's true. Superman didn't tell people Kryptonite would kill him still. I'll I'll tell you something. I know one of your weaknesses. What's that? Your shirts. (laughs) (laughs) My taste in hove. My shirts. Um, Your shirt's nice today, though. It's all right, isn't it? It's yeah, all right. you're, fre- you're not you're not at the Costa del Sol today. Yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. Fre- fresh out of Essex, still. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, man, with the light denim effect. Well, speaking of Costa del sh- uh, Costa del Sol and Benidorm shorts, the next part of like that uh, I think you mean um, Benidorm shirts. Benidorm shirts. Sorry, yes. Nat. We're in England. We're not wearing shorts right now. But go ahead. Safe, Nat. Sorry. But speaking of that, there's. The, in elements of change there's always the possibility of a relapse so you might see me in a Benidorm shirt or with my feet up in El Dorado right <laughs> so the reason why oh, is with, is with it... a ponytail with your man Marcus <laughs> because there's the triggers and those triggers always help you refer like refer back to a former behaviour right so what's important is have structure so identify what works uh, what doesn't work so think about like we are marketing right mm-hmm when we do campaign analysis, what are the things we do? We look at what worked, what didn't work, what are the key learnings and how we improve for next time. That same ethic, that same mentality then needs to be taken into your life. Yeah, I agree. Right? For that to happen because... I don't we, do it, but I agree. No, fine. But we model ourselves on on people that we look up to. Yes. Product of environment, people we grew up with, friends, family, you know, trash people like you, mm-hmm. right? So I, I grew up with killers and drug dealers, so you know no, where don't, I'm going. Don't, don't do this again. No, no. You you had one gangster pass. That was at the beginning. No more. No, I know, I know killers, bro. God. Check this out, right? It hit me. I think you delivered your, your thoughts on this show very well. And the same way you've implored me to do a wrestling podcast, yeah. I think you need to write a book. I can't write. I'll write it for you. Okay. I'll be your ghostwriter. Okay. Write a book. Okay. That's fine. I'll do and it. I'm taking all your publishing. That's fine. So, as always, you can always find us on your favourite social media channels. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Break the Atoms. Um, you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. We're trying to get on Spotify too. Spotify. Soon. Hopefully. Ah, uh, okay, it's fine. We'll I'm trying to ting. Uh, but what we would also encourage you to do is leave a review. Um, reviews are always cool. Yes. I have a lot of people hitting me up on the phone 
um, saying like how they love the podcast and um, I've seen other people like writing stuff online on yeah. some weird forums and stuff how much they like the show and stuff nice. but if you could leave a review on some of the main and bigger platforms these little things help man so you know when it's time for like sponsorships and getting through certain doors it's just easier and it's you know we want to hear from you if you've got any suggestions about what you'd like us to talk about or you know you want to add to the conversation then please just hit us up social media mm-hmm.